now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Alright, welcome back to episode 35, and I've decided I'm changing it up because I'm pissed off right now. I'm starting this episode differently. So I'm going with a quote. You guys just got to name that movie. Simple as that. All right. Are you guys in or are you guys going to be a little whiny? Oh, I'm in. All right, here we go. I'm all the way in. She's wearing my grandmother's Holocaust ring. I was going to give that to Melissa. I didn't know they gave out rings at the Holocaust. Bro, I have no idea what movie that is at all. I'm actually unsure. All right, I'll give you another quote from the same movie. I've got a question. You probably get this a lot. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Um, what do you mean? Uh, did Caesar live here? Uh, no. The Hangover. Didn't think so. Yeah. Good. Is that the first one or the second one or the third one? First, first one, one for sure. First, first. Yeah. Who said the first quote? Um, Stu, when they go to that, the, like, exotic dancer's house and she's wearing the uh, Holocaust ring that he was wearing. Okay. I'm all the way there now. I know what you're talking about. Carlos. Carlos the baby, dude. Yeah. Uh, That's the cutest baby of all time, I think. It's a timeless classic of a film. I honestly kind of forgot we started recording. But anyhow, like I said, welcome back to episode 35. I'm in a hostile mood right now. Um, That's why I wanted to start differently. Boys are just grinding my gears. I usually don't get too worked up about anything. Wasn't even talking to the mic. But... I'm riled right now. If they push my gears during this episode, I, I could lash out. I'd be fine with it. Um, I'll start with this. John, the cocks are not exactly back. They put up a valiant effort in the first quarter. First half. May I interject? Did you see that play right before the half where they ruled Rico Dowdle's knee down, but he wasn't actually down? That was a touchdown. They they fucked that up. The rest were not they were not sharp. Uh, you see Muschamp's comment at the half as well. I did not see his comment. No, he said. So the the reporter asked him about the play where they called Rico down. He wasn't down. I believe that would have tied the game. Correct? Would have been seventeen all. Uh correct. What was it? Seventeen ten at half? No, it was twenty four ten at half. Um, well, I'll fact check myself in a second. Um, he said I can't comment on that. Or I'll get fined for the rest of my life. So he was fired oh, up. I he was spitting angry, dude. He was pissed. Um, definitely a, a game-altering type of a play. But, you know, I think aside from our past defense, which got absolutely torched the entire day, I think we played quite well. Holinsky is the real deal. That kid is going to be a stud. His second start, first SEC starts against Bama. He put up 324 yards, a couple of tutties. One SEC freshman of the week. Completion percentage was, I believe, around 65. He, he played lights out. And that one touchdown to Shai Smith, uh, first score of the game, was probably the most accurate throw of the college football season to date. SEC freshman of the week right there, first of his career. Just wanted to get Against that Bama. Against Bama. <clears throat> Second week starter. Where are we on the whole over under six wins? I actually We're feel one quite good two. about it. Yeah. I, I feel quite good about it with Holinsky. I think outside of... You know, Georgia and Clemson, realistically, South Carolina can beat anyone on the schedule. Florida is, does not look that strong. A&M has not blown me away. Uh, well, and Felipe, I think those Felipe are probably Frank's out for the season, it looks like, after uh, 
hurting his knee, I believe, last week. So that should be a, a little bit of an advantage for South Carolina there. So the I SEC East not is sure. garbage. Because Florida came back and won that game after Franks left. So that, you know, we'll see what Wait, they who do. Wait, who came in? Did Emory Jones come in? Number 11. I honestly don't remember his name. He's a is white he guy. T- oh, he's white? Okay, never mind. Then. South Carolina was down 24-10 at half. You're correct. It would have been 24-17. But that's, I mean, anyway, we're past that. I so, do want to say Najee Harris with one of the more impressive runs I've seen in a little bit of time right yeah. there. In the it, was a, it was a catch, too. He hurdled a guy. I can't remember who oh, he hurdled. Yeah. That was filthy. Dude, what's his name? Ruggs? Henry Ruggs is fast. Henry Ruggs? He's fast. Oh, my goodness. He caught the ball, was just gone. Ran by seven players. Can we, can we say something quickly? They have four receivers. So, Judy, Ruggs, Waddle, and Devonta Smith. They are all better than any single wide receiver on the Dolphins. How is that? There's no question in my mind. That is like the most amazing quad of wide like talent I've ever seen on one team. I want to interject something here. So one of my best friends from school, we've had this longstanding debate about whether the Dolphins could beat every college team in the league in the country right now. I honestly think Clemson and Alabama would give that Miami Dolphins team a legitimate run for its money. And I'm probably taking Clemson over them. No. No. So let's no. say the line is probably minus 20, 25. There's actually a projected line. Let me pull it up real quick. I would take the NFL team to cover that line every single time. There is no I, way Honestly, These people can match the physicality. There's no way that'll be a blowout every time for the NFL team. Listen, that would be my that would be my usual reaction. But I'm telling you, this Dolphins team is the worst NFL team I've ever seen in my life. History in history, worse than the 0 and 16 Lions. The 1 and 15 Dolphins. Worse than the 1 and 15 Dolphins. This team is yeah. horrendous. There's, There's still not, not a gonna lose player on that team except for Xavier Howard and Minka Fitzpatrick. I would even want the Falcons to sign in free agency for free. What about Christian Wilkins? I'll take him because he's a good guy and I like Clemson, but he hasn't been doing anything. I mean, what the hell? If I, I, I might tell my agent if I was a Dolphins player that I just want to sit out the rest of the year, just conserve my body. There's nothing to play for at all. So is there like a legitimate chance that – Tua stays in school so he doesn't go to the Dolphins. I would no. honestly consider it if I were him, but I no, there's no way he actually does that. What do no. you think about um, Flores? Not why, why is he sticking with Fitzpatrick for a third week? Why not give Rosen some shine? Um, Sucks. Honestly, at this point, like whoever's in is going to get knocked out for the year at some point, and look. I think, honestly, more than anything, they're scared to let a Rosen play and him be good. I think they're so set on taking Tua next year. Like, they don't want, like, in the off chance that somehow Rosen shines, which, like, there's negative percent chance, but I guess they just don't want that. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys. You'll be disappointed in me. I did not watch much of the game. <laughs> I'm not Dude, mad at you. Honestly, I'm not mad at you at all. I had a couple quick notes. My $100 bet on Miami under four and a half from like three weeks ago looks heavenly. Uh, I, could, I wish I took them to go 0-16 this year. You could have made some good bread on that one. Yeah. Um, second so, note, uh, there. While, while this year is going to be insufferable, Chad, 
A lot of draft picks, a lot of cap space. They're really just doing it for next year at this point. So I need Houston so. to be terrible, and we'll have like the first overall pick and like the fifteenth pick, which Houston's not going to be bad. But do you mean, imagine like get Tua and then get fifteenth overall, take like Henry Ruggs? I'm saying, dude, just make a couple of good picks, couple of good. There's a shit ton of cap space, dude. I mean, next year you guys could be significantly better. True. I'll be yeah. honest. Um, going back to college note. I think that's where we wanted to start. Uh, another youngster that we talked a bit about last week who disappointed. I talked him up big time, and he was not great, was the USC kid, uh, Slavis. He finished 24 for 34, 280 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. That's a bad loss for USC to BYU. I think Helton's back on the hot seat. Uh, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's hard to go up into Mormon country and get wins. I don't know what it is about that probably 95% white virgin crowd they got up there, but uh, it's tough to play. And USC just looked kind of shaky the whole game. BYU's quarterback, Zach, uh, what is it, Zach Smith? Zach. Yeah, something like Zach Davies. We'll pretend Zach like he's Davies. the pitcher. Oh, okay. oh, no, 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 not Zach Davies. But whatever the uh, BYQB's name is, he's got a little bit of uh, zest to his game, so I like watching him play. It's fast, moves around well. Yeah. Um, honestly, not a lot of great games from last week. Arizona State did wind up beating Michigan State 10-7. Who did we pick for that? Did we predict that game? Um, I if wrote, we did, I was uh, definitely I wrote, on Michigan State, but yeah. I don't recall. Connor, Mr. Saber, Metro Statistician, man. Honestly, that's a terrible loss for the Big Ten, if I'm being yeah, honest. That's really did you bad. see that? Um, did you see that the conference came out though and said that it, the game was misofficiated at the end? That the guy jumped over the line and it should have been a penalty on that missed uh, field goal at the end. Oh, really? No, I did not see that. Let's see. We did not predict the Arizona State game. Let's run through we, what we predicted while we're on it. All right, game number one on the slate here. I have. We had Syracuse versus Clemson. I want to say every single one of us took Cuse plus 27 and a half. That didn't work out. Did not work out. Clemson. Did, did you record what we took? For this one, I don't. For the other three, I do, yeah. Okay. So I didn't actually, I didn't actually bet on this game, so I don't recall anything. I didn't either, but I was leaning Cuse plus 27 and a half. The next game was the USC-BYU game. I was on BYU. Um, we were both know, on SC. I know Chad and John were on SC. And then the, the next game, John and I, we hit the spread, but we lost the money line. John and I both took Iowa State to cover two points in that Iowa game. That was one of the worst ending plays I've ever seen in college football. That dude running into his own returner, muff punt to end the I game. Was, terrible. I, I didn't see that play. I was long gone by then, so... I woke up yeah. to uh, to notice I pushed the plus one for Iowa State. I wish I got it at two. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about my alma mater, though. With one of the poorest displays of college football in a long, long, long time in Boston, we are 21-point favorites against Les Miles and the boys from Kansas. To be fair, I did say last week this is the type of game BC really just fucks up. And I don't know what happened, to be quite frank. They lost by 24 points. 
as 21 point favorites. That's got to be some sort of record. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but that's ridiculous. Should never happen. Uh, Coach hot seat automatically. But mind you that Kansas lost at home to Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers last week. Oh, I uh, mind it. I mind uh, it. For m- sure. Mind you that. Mind you that. And I'll say this, Connor. That's a bad loss. And I would be more worried about your Boston College over six than your South Carolina over six. No, I was going to say, as where where we're projecting right now, I'm absolutely more terrified about that BC six. We could lose like six in a row after this. That's a type of game. That's a season-changing loss right there. If you get, Who you guys got next week? Um, We have Rutgers next week. If Sorry, you lose... we played Rutgers last week. We have... We have Wake Forest the weekend of uh, the 28th in two weeks. Um, this week coming up, we have Richmond. That's who we got. No. So that should be a you win. Play, you play Rutgers this week. Oh, right, all right. I mixed up Rutgers. Connor has absolutely no idea where his alma no. mater schedule is. I was right. They're just I flipped the two R's. I mean, Richmond and Rutgers, both are relevant football okay. teams. So. And if you lose to Kansas and Rutgers in back-to-back weeks, I think you cancel probably need to just cancel the program. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call so, it a program. Um, yeah, that that was bad. But honestly, I think we've all been there in our sports careers where, like, we've had such bad losses. It's just laughable. You just got to laugh it off, move on. Do you guys? I don't know if you're prepared to, but do you want to give like a little, you know, week three into week four, uh, top five, top five teams in the country? I can go first if you need a second to think about it. Oh yeah. Go so, first. um. Number five right now, I have Alabama. Um, I mean, they're amazing. I just have not been overly impressed with their defense. And, you know, Holinsky showed uh, they have some weaknesses on the back end and just not a characteristic Bama defense that I'm uh, used to. And then Najee Harris obviously did have the big run in that game. Or did he catch up? Was that a reception? It was a reception. It was a reception. That was a, it was a little screen pass out in the flat, and he was, see you later, yeah. baby. But still, overall, not impressed with their run schemes uh, so far this year. So that's why I have them at five right now. Four, I have LSU. Uh, they, have, they have easily the biggest win uh, on the year so far. I'm warming up to Burrow. Uh, I think he's definitely in the Heisman conversation, but I could still see – Issues there as they move along in the year when they play, you know, Alabama or Auburn or A&M. Uh, three, I have Ohio State. Uh, I actually moved Ohio State above LSU after this past week. I, I'm i excited. I'll just leave it at that. I'm I'm excited with this defense. This is this is the, an Ohio State defense that I saw in my freshman and sophomore year. So Chase, I need to ask you. Uh, you you haven't been at Ohio State since they made the playoff, have you? Um, no. My sophomore year, they lost thirty three nothing to Clemson in the playoff. Yeah. So my oh, freshman right. year, we lost to Michigan State on a last second field goal to miss out of the playoffs. And then uh, sophomore year, we made it. Uh, that was the year we lost to Penn State, but still got in over Penn State and got destroyed by Clemson. Junior year, uh, we lost to Oklahoma and Iowa. And then last year, we lost to Purdue, missing out both years. Yeah. Chase but Young's a beast, though. Chase Young is, you could say, he's good. Um, number two, I have Oklahoma still. They stay in put. Uh, 
I think at this point, the best offense in the country. And from what I've seen, uh, vastly improved defense. If we continue, continue to see that, they're a legit title threat. And then number one, which I don't think many people are going to argue at the moment, is Clemson. Yeah, I mean, I don't really – I have the same exact five teams in mind, just shuffled the order. Um, number one and two, I agree with both the AP and coaches poll. I have Clemson and Bama. For me, if either of those teams are undefeated, I automatically slot them at one or two just based off of history. Number three, I'm going to go with Oklahoma because I do think they're legit with Jalen Hurts, and I think their defense is a bit better. And then three and four, I'll go to SEC teams in Georgia and LSU. Um, I do have Ohio State, and I have Ohio State and uh, and LSU pretty similar right now. I'm just waiting to see Ohio State play a better team. I I think we can agree that they've had a pretty easy schedule thus far. Um, so I'll give LSU the nod because of that win over Texas, but. Those are basically the only six teams at this point in the season I can see win- making the playoff. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else. I think those are the only six. Um, yeah, definitely uh, that could win the national championship, but probably at this point it's down to six teams for four playoff slots. I mean, I could see some it is scenario where Notre Dame very, in, but It is very early to be making such rash statements, fellas. I can guarantee you, I, you mark this down, someone write this down. I guarantee you that there will be at least one team outside of those six that make the playoff. Don't, please it. don't say no. Right, I don't need that. Right. No, I'm not, I'm not even naming a team. I'm just saying anyone. If you, do you want me to guess someone? Yeah, I want you to back up your, your words. You're calling us rash. I'm calling you rash. Notre Dame think, plays that. I think our statement week. was a very rational statement. Yeah. It, John, your only option is Utah. That's literally the only possible option. UCF, maybe. You're down to one team, and it's Utah. UCF won't make it. No, I mean, Michigan, if they turned it around somehow. Real Auburn legit? No. I don't think so, no. Wisconsin's going to run the legit. table, take down Oklahoma. Who is Texas? Texas? Okay. I don't hate that. I don't hate that from out of nowhere. Um, I think we should jump ahead to now- week four. Nope. I did not say my top five yet, oh. which is, again, right. blasphemy out of powers here. <laughs> Jumping the gun a little preemie. Hate to be in that scenario. So oh, I would say Jack, yeah. Ohio State is uh, my first team looking in, so they're at six. And then I would go LSU at five. No particular reason. Uh, I do like Burrow, though. You gave him some shit, Chad, early on. Glad to see you're warming up. He's playing well so far. Uh, four, I've got Oklahoma. I would agree saying Hertz has been unbelievable. Absolutely incredible. Heisman front runner. Electric. My, my yeah. Bro, probably. Yeah, absolutely second. electric. Um, and then I would have UGA at three. They're dominant. I'm excited to see what they do in SEC play. Uh, I have Clemson at two because. Talk I'm about SEC bias. I will never put Clemson at one. I just hate it. Uh, And that's my unbiased take on them. And then I'm going to put Bama at one. And I think people at the end of the year are going to look back at this win over South Carolina by, uh, what was it, 24 points? When when South Carolina is a 10-2 team, they're going to look back and say, that was a pretty good win for Bama. So that's why I have Bama at one. Okay. I don't hate that at all. Um, But like I said, I think we should move along to week four. I have this schedule pulled up in front of me. 
First, there's some uh, games this week. Oh yeah, first first good matchup we have, um, which took a little bit of a hit this past weekend. But we have Utah and USC playing Friday night. Uh, Utah opened up as a four point favorite. They're playing at USC. I I like USC to cover in this game. I think Utah might edge them out by a couple of points though. I. I'm going with USC outright in this game. I think week four comes and goes, and the Pac-12 is already eliminated from the college football playoff. That's Messier's first bold take of the night. The Pac-12 will be eliminated from the playoff after week four. Wow. Wow. John, any thoughts? Um, So... I'll be honest. I'll put my hand up here. I have no idea what game we're talking about right now. I just got a text that the Postmates <laughs> app has been hacked and deleted, so I'm trying to protect my identity real quick. Um, so if you could we're go ahead and about, run that one back for me. We're talking about the Utah Utes taking on the USC Trojans in Southern California. Utah is a four-point favorite. Postmates, folks. Um, I, uh, I've got Utah winning this game. And covering the spread because I am a Ute. I am a Utah Ute. Oh, you are. So yeah, I, I said so. I did say I'll say this earlier several weeks ago. I said I was going to take Utah every game. I have completely forgot to do that until week one. <laughs> so it just feels right that we stay hot and go two and zero on them now. Yeah, go Utes. Baby. They had a little bit of a hiatus, but they're back. All right, the next uh, game I wanted to touch on just because it's BC, and we talked about it a little bit. BC travels to Rutgers. BC is seven. Why are we talking about BC and (laughs) Rutgers? (laughs) I'm going to take BC by seven to cover. After that horrible loss, I think they rebound. Honestly, uh, what's the line? BC by seven. (laughs) Give me Rutgers plus seven. Jeez, I sw- I, I'm not kidding you. If Rutgers beat BC, I'm I'm never I'm not watching another game the rest of the season. So here's the thing, dude. I feel like my the picks I always make on this show are horrendous. So I'm gonna fade myself the entire night, and I'm gonna take Rutgers plus seven. <laughs> Two of the three go Rutgers plus seven. I'm taking Rutgers plus seven. The football Fighting football. Scarlet Knights. Also, I have a new idea for myself. I want to throw this out there. It's kind of innovation innovationary. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to buy a dartboard. The numbers are 1 through 20 on the dartboard, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw a dart at the board. Whatever number that lands on for this college football game, that ranked team number, I'll bet on that game. So if it's like a 11, this week would be Utah. So I have to bet on that game. And then I flip a coin uh, and decide. That is how I'll decide my bets because I can't do college football. So that sounds (laughs) sounds electric. So you're saying you're combining two different probabilities. First, you're throwing the dart, and yes. then you're flipping the coin depending yes. on where the dart hits. Okay. 100%. You know, uh, I, I, have I, a, know. I have a modification of that for tonight, John. Yeah. All right. So you think Rutgers wins outright or no? Uh, no, plus seven. Okay. Next game, I'll, I'll do it for you. I have a little random number generator up right now. I'm going to give you your picks for the week. All right. Next up, we have... Those boys up north, number 11, Michigan, traveling to number 13, Wisconsin. Uh, Let me make sure I get the time of this game right so I don't screw it up. This is a noon kickoff. 
Um, Wisconsin is currently favored by three. I personally hate this line because I wanted I wanted Wisco to only be favored or underdogs in this game. Um, I do think Wisconsin wins, but I don't love the minus three spread. I'm still going to take them to cover, though. Okay, I am three. I'm going to take Wisconsin mi- minus three. I think I I don't really like either team, and I'm never going to pick Michigan, so give me Wisconsin plus three, or minus three. John, you have... No, 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 no. Here's Chad. Here's what we're gonna do. It doesn't make sense because part of the game is like we we need the number needs to be random in the beginning. So like we yeah. already have the game predetermined. Yeah, I can't. So let's. Well, after I do my selected games, then you can employ that because yeah. so we'll it doesn't just do work one. If I already have the game. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Anyway, I have. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I'm taking Michigan plus three. Connor, are you writing these down? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I got Michigan plus three here. Again, fading myself because I would normally take Wisconsin, so I don't know. <laughs> Michigan's look terrible, but I, I'll go with them, I guess, in this scenario. I don't necessarily know if they're going to win. I could see them losing a heartbreaker by like a point or two, like having to go for two or something, and then not getting it. I could see that happening. Harbaugh messing up some stupid shit down the down yeah. the stretch. They I always seem to have happening. some of the more they have some of the more painful losses in college football every year. I could see this game being one of them, or the one this year, I should say. And then I think this is my personal favorite game that I'm betting on this week. It's number eight Auburn going to number seventeen A and M. A and M's a four point favorite. I'm all over A and M at home against Gus Malzahn and Auburn. What's the line? Plus what? Four. four. Auburn plus four on the road. I like. Wow, that's kind of a fifty-fifty one. I'm gonna do a generator. One is Auburn. Two is Texas A and M. Live on the air, I get what number? Two. Two. Ta- Texas A&M minus four. Way to go, Chad the Guppy. I am going to fade myself yet again, and I'm going to take Auburn plus four <laughs> here. Uh, and this is wild because before the season started, I pegged him as a six and six team, and I have him as, at four and zero oh, essentially. Uh, well, actually, plus four. No, there's room for error there. So anyway, I'm taking him plus four, please, sir. Great. Pencil me in. And then this game, this game really pisses me off because it's a number seven versus a number three, but it's Notre Dame at Georgia. Georgia favored by two touchdowns, minus 14. Wait, I mean, it's minus 14? Yep, minus 14 in Athens. Uh, Absolutely. Actually, it opened at 11 and a half and has moved, crept, climbed to 14. Yeah, Sharps think uh, Sharps and pro betters think that Georgia's absolutely going to slaughter Notre Dame here. And may, may I, I say, you know what? You go ahead. That was rude. I was just going to say, I think I'm going to hop on Georgia as well. I'll probably lock that pick in early in the week. Might also look to the over under. We'll see. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Georgia's going to slaughter them in like 38-10 type of game. Yeah, I like Georgia minus 14. I just think too athletic, too fast, and Notre Dame won't be able to stop the run game. That is the only pick I made tonight where I did not fade myself. We'll see how that does. And that is it for ranked matchups in in week. What week are we in? Week four? So now, Chad, if you want to... uh, Dude, where did the season go? We're a quarter in this week. I know. Holy moly. 
What do you want me the to generate? Goes around everything just starts going crazy. I want you to throw in one through twenty-five in your random generator. We're gonna get John a game to bet on here. Okay, I'll get him the spread. I need to find a coin, folks. I'll find something. Chad, just generate the number. And if it's a number for a game we've already picked, we'll do it again. One through twenty-five. I got number eleven. We already picked that. That was Michigan. Nope, that was Utah. But go ahead, do it again. I got number eight. That's Auburn. Auburn. Okay. You're on fire, baby. I have number five. Oklahoma. We did not bet on number five. That is Oklahoma. This is a tough line, John. I was looking at it a little bit earlier. Classic Oklahoma. They're always favored by 100. Let me just find the game real quick. If anyone knows what time they're playing, that would be super helpful. And Connor appears to have looked at the wrong week as Oklahoma does not have a game this week. Yep, that's why I couldn't find them. So we got to try again. All right. Connor, what line were you looking at? Earlier? I have number one. Who does Clemson play? Clemson. They play... Clemson Tigers. They play someone bad. They play this UNC Charlotte. <laughs> Could you pick I wanna a say, matchup I want to shout out Charlotte for covering 18 and a half against UMass by a million on Saturday. They won like 52 to 17. Great team they got. Um, <laughs> I want to I shout out Charlotte for being the city in which I reside. Shout out. So your your hometown university, forty one point underdogs traveling they to are. Clemson. Yes, they are. You've never been more correct in your life. Um, so I think, and it's only right since it's a, a southern matchup here. I am using a unopened Chick Fil A sauce as my coin tonight, folks. <laughs> the top of the sauce, the Chick Fil A side, is going to be UNC Charlotte at plus forty one points. And the bottom is going to be Clemson. Give it. I can't wait till this shit hits the table points. and just blows up everywhere. Uh, this go. is a risk I am willing to take, folks. And here we go. I'm gonna. You're gonna hear it plop. <laughs> it hit a few things, but we are taking the Charlotte Knights of North Carolina plus 41, and it lands on the Chick Fil A. Wow! Fire me up. UNC Charlotte plus 41, lock it in. It's a, it's honestly a sprinkle a little on the money line. All right, we have one more that, for John. And that's that's week one of uh I think we should do one one pick a week for each of us. Okay. All right. I am up. Uh nine. Da, 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 da. Florida against Tennessee. An interesting little matchup here. Okay. Uh I'm glad one of us landed on this one. I like it a lot. Florida, an underachiever but hasn't lost yet. Tennessee, an actual dumpster fire of an organization. <laughs> um, the line, Chad, is a whopping 14 points. The game is in Florida. It is at noon. What do you it's think? Tennessee at Florida, 14. It's Tennessee at Florida, 14. You actually don't have an option. You have to flip something. If you need right. me to flip, I will do the I have line. a lotion bottle that I will be <laughs> flipping. The front with the daily <laughs> advanced body lotion will be Florida. The back with the ingredients will be Tennessee. It is honestly remarkable how quick you <laughs> grab that lotion, considering you're laying in bed. I wonder why. I have dry feet. Is Literally there. dry feet. He <laughs> has dry feet, he says. Three, two, one. Oh, fuck. Uh, we are going Tennessee plus 14. <laughs> Tennessee plus 14, the volunteers. Wow. wow. 
the coins love the uh, underdogs or whatever. I'm we're honestly using quite coins. shocked that the line is that that thin, considering how bad Tennessee is. This All year. right, Connor, we have number eighteen. Number eighteen, I believe that might be an. It's Michigan State. Are they still ranked? No, they are unranked after a loss. It is Iowa. Iowa's the new number 18. Iowa does not play this week. All right, we're going again. We're we're going again. Number four. Number Number four four is LSU. LSU. I am pretty positive. They do not play. And they also do not play this week. All right, a new one. Number six. Ohio State. Against Miami of Ohio. Oh, my God. 39 points. And while you're in the process, I I believe I saw the Miami, Ohio coach said that getting ready to play Ohio State is like going out for recess and having the 85th pick. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was a real quote I saw today from the Miami, Ohio coach. Okay. Good. I have have an actual coin here, believe it or not. Wow. And uh, so we got heads... Heads is going to be Ohio State minus 39. Tails will be Miami of Ohio plus 39. We flip. We catch. And it drops. And it is heads, meaning. <laughs> he it is heads, meaning I am Miami, Ohio. My roommate, Mike Rodriguez, tries to call me. And it just haywired everything. But I'm back. We're taking Miami, sure Ohio plus 39. I'm sure looking at it. No, I'm saying, are you sure Miami, Ohio is heads? You look unconvinced. No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm taking Ohio State minus 39. Sorry, that, that phone call got me all out of sorts, but Ohio State was heads minus 39. Impressive. So we all went with the underdogs. No, no, no. I have Ohio State. Or Ohio State. Okay. Shout wow. Miami. It was Tennessee plus 14. Yeah. Yeah. I have right. Charlotte plus 41. <laughs> Friggin' phenomenal. Uh, that's awesome. All right, and with that, uh, that's that's our college football for the day. Um, we got to do this for NFL as well. One line. Yeah, we will. Okay. We absolutely will. All right, we got to take – we should we break it here, Chad, right. so we yes. can throw that ad in the middle. Yo, yeah. Rod, my bad. I'm trying to record. And let's get into a little NFL now, boys. So we already hit on the Dolphins. They're good. Um, <laughs> good. Great team great team uh antonio brown had like four catches he had a touchdown but you know they played they played a a bad team you know i will say i was kind of surprised they hung around for that long in the first half yeah their defense was special for a little while and then they were like oh yeah we are still bad so Oh, what a time to be alive. Honestly, I'd rather talk about NASCAR than NFL at this point, but it is what yeah. it is. I mean, John, we'll move, talking we'll move about away. A, yeah, we'll nope. move away from the Dolphins to talk about another bad team, and that is the Panthers. I think John just curses whatever team he decides to cheer on. Like, South Carolina has just gone in the toilet since he went there, since he graduated and got cocky with them. Dolphins, he literally let the Dolphins become the worst team ever jumps off the bandwagon now he's with the panthers who are might be as bad john what do you have to say for yourself you know it's just not an easy time dude it's really shitty 
one of these days we might have a successful franchise. I don't know. I, I really got no comment. It's agonizing. No comment. Okay. Are you legitimately pay- worried about Cam Newton's career? Yes. At this and I've point? been telling people, I've been talking about this all week with people, dude. I think that he is just taking too many hits. He's taken more hits than anyone at the quarterback position since he's come in the league. He's also huge and a huge target, so he gets hit hard by multiple guys typically to bring him down. Gone through two surgeries back to back years on his shoulder. I mean, I feel like he's not mentally right either. Like he's, uh, he looks timid. He's missing his throws. Accuracy's clearly off. Uh, I don't know. It could be rust because it's so early coming off back to back years of surgeries. It could be rust holding out hope, but he doesn't look sharp at all. It's worse. I think the most concerning thing for me was that post game press conference Ron Rivera gave where he legitimately didn't have an answer why they didn't QB sneak Cam on that fourth and one. Uh, Ron, the game. Ron is Ron is firmly on the hot seat as well. His play calling was pretty shot sometimes there. That I mean, that fourth down at the end was that that's just terrible. That's just awful. Not you can't be running back. a gadget. You can't be running a gadget play with the game on the line. Just too no, much risk. All. So, so I'm, I'm I'm worried about him. The Panthers are bad. They could wind up with a top ten pick. And speaking, I just saw the most outrageous thing ever. CBS released a 2020 mock draft. They didn't have the Dolphins with the first overall pick. Who they have? Jacksonville. How was that? Jacksonville would beat Miami 55 nothing. So you're saying Jacksonville's better than the Patriots? Yes. <laughs> Gardner, we should get into that game though. Gardner Minshew might be the truth. He looks pretty pretty confident out there. I like what I saw. I, another stupid play though running the ball on on your two-point conversion like that never works i feel like you get three yards is a long long way when you got to get a two yeah i'll say this about Minshew. i saw that he uh stretches pregame in the locker room and only a jock strap so that's electric if you're if you're like a 10-year vet on the jags what are you thinking when this rookie qb is just in his jock strap stretching get the hell out of this man's way he's business <laughs> The more important news with the Jags, though, is that it came out today that uh, after that fallout with Doug Marone and star cornerback Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey's agent has officially requested a trade from Jacksonville. We have any uh, idea of potential landing spots anywhere you guys want to see him in particular? You know he'll wind up. They always do this. He'll wind up in Seattle. You can quote me. Quote me on it. He'll wind up in Seattle for like a second round pick or something stupid. Just quote that, That's honestly a strong prediction. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I had three teams in mind. Seattle, one of them. I think after last night's performance, it's clear that the Eagles need help in the defensive backfield if they want to compete for a Super Bowl. And third, this this could be really biased. I have no idea if this has any chance of actually playing out. The Falcons' number two corner, Isaiah Oliver, should have lost us the game last night when Aguilar just ran by him at the end of the game. He has not played well. He's only in his second year. I'll give him that. Kendall Sheffield, we picked this year. He's been banged up a little bit, so haven't That's... seen his potential yet. But I Didn't would love he to see cause him. the fumble on that kickoff? You know, to be honest, I was sitting on the other side of the, the stadium. For those of you who don't know, I was at the game last night. It was electric. Um I couldn't tell who forced the fumble. I just I saw, saw it the play him, happen. Yeah, He's fast, though. I'll tell you that. He did have a, a P.I. or a holding earlier in the game. But I think that if the Falcons were able to add Jalen Ramsey to their 
Believe it or not, Falcons have the third overall defense in the league right now and are number one in pass yards allowed. So if they can add Jalen Ramsey to an already good secondary and defense, that Super Bowl's looking nice. I That's feel so good after last night. I have no idea, man. I think I think last night was the start of a special season for my guys. I liked them a lot last night. I uh, I believe we both actually picked. I know I picked them last week, and I know you did. Uh, do you have those picks as well, by the way? While we're on the topic, I do. I have them all. Yes. Confirm the that picks. I I'm pretty positive I did pick them. Yep. John and I were both on Atlanta. Chad was on Philadelphia. Good. Um, the first game from last week, though, we had Minnesota uh, versus Green Bay. That line was two and a half. Um, and see, this is here. Uh, both myself and Chad selected the Vikings on the show last week. Um, I actually flip flopped and ended up taking the Packers this weekend, but I'll stick by my word on the show. I took the Vikings. John was the only one on the Packers. Good foresight. That's two and zero right there. Best running back in the NFL right now. Who? Dalvin Cook? Cook. He's special, man. I'll tell you what, the guy I was most impressed with for Green Bay was uh, Jair Alexander. Yeah, he's going back out of Louisville. He is legit in his second year. I like him a lot. Packers defense scares me. I think them and the Cowboys as of right now are probably my two NFC favorites. Without a question. Um, the couple, next game, a couple of had, things real oh. quick. One, Packers defense significantly improved. Two, Odell Beckham just made an unbelievable one-handed catch along the sideline at the four-yard line. That was special. Are you guys watching this? That no, was we're trying to do game. a fucking that podcast. That was actually you incredible. Prick. It's a sports podcast. What's your deal? <laughs> you get fired up. What's your deal? That yeah. was incredible. I I uh, I have my. Uh, I have my game cast on my other computer, so I see it happening. But um, the next game we had was the L.A. Rams against the Saints. All three of us took the Rams, minus three, so good to us. We should touch on the Drew Brees injury, though. That You hate to see it. That, this could potentially be the, the start of the end for him. Yeah, sad to see, but he's done forever. Um, yeah, so he, uh, he tore ligaments in his... Tore ligaments in his thumb. He uh, he's out projected for six weeks. Saints could still sneak in if that if the NFC South continues to struggle. They could uh, they could still sneak in. Possibly but the I, worst division in football. No, no. Um, you know I would say the AFC uh, the NFC West typically, but the 49ers have been impressive, and the Cardinals have been better than advertised. Uh, AFC South's pretty weak, I have to say. Titans, yeah, without luck. Colts without yeah. luck. Yeah. Dude, Brissett um, so, doesn't look bad, though. He really doesn't. He's a game manager. I like how he plays. He doesn't try to do too much. Seems to have good chemistry with T.Y. Hilton already. Yep. Yeah, next game we had, which is... I don't even want to talk about this game. We had Cincinnati minus one against San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo absolutely blew the doors off of the Bengals franchise. I so I officially added Cincinnati to yeah. uh, to my do not bet list. They will not throw be them on there for me as well. Terrible. Uh, I believe that was my that was my relevant game of the week. Correct. That was your relevant game of the week. And San it was Francisco trying to make a 
San Francisco trying to make a case to be pretty relevant, though. Although they did lose uh, their starting left tackle, Joe Staley, for uh, with, to a broken leg. Apparently, they think he can still come back. No shot. Broken leg. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not likely. Uh, and then the final game we took last week is actually tonight. We have uh, we have Cleveland against New York. The thing is, we took this game before Darnold's mono, so we had the line at minus two and a half. I'm still on Cleveland at six and a half. I think John is as well. Chad, you were on the Jets. I'll give you a chance to switch over. Uh, I'll I'll make that switch. Okay, so all three of us are on the Browns. I see the Browns just kicked a field goal, by the way. That's, that's good for the under. Um, I, and that uh... was all the games we picked last week. Connor, I, I forgot to uh, get a bet in on time on this game, so I'm looking for live bet opportunities. Kind of like they only got a field goal there. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, I wish I did also want to talk about Big Ben. I personally think his uh, – I don't think he starts another game in the NFL. It's my hot take of the night. I think Big Ben's career is over. We saw the last of him. He's been suffering from elbow tendinitis, needs surgery. It looks like he can come back next year, but I think Mason Rudolph plays well the rest of the season. I don't think Big Ben starts another game for the Steelers. Wow. I, I don't I don't hate that. You know, it's disappointing because the Steelers were my AFC North pick to begin the year, but obviously with Big Ben out for the year, it's not looking good. So do you guys – are you saying that Breeze and – you think Breeze and Roethlisberger are both pretty much done? No, I, Breeze is projected to come back this year. I just think he's going to hit that steep fall off either the end of the season yeah. or next year. I don't think Big Ben starts another game. No, I, I agree with that. It's pretty incredible they've been around for so long. Uh, they're dropping, dude, but one Tom Brady's still hanging in there. I don't – I literally do not get it. it. It is incomprehensible to me how he's still so good. Sucks. It absolutely sucks. AB looked like he had good chemistry with him already. I did want to pivot the, though and talk. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that the generation of the, the quarterbacks we grew up with that were stars are slowly dissipating. There Dude, aren't it many It seems left. that the, uh, the era of the pocket passers starting to wane. We're yeah. starting to get into the, uh, the dual threats, uh, which I did want to pivot to actually. Um, so, both Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson just absolutely chewed on Sunday. Dak Prescott, 26 for 30, 273 touchdowns. I, he leads the NFL with an 82% completion percentage right now, and I believe he's posted a perfect passer rating both games. And then on the other side, you have Lamar Jackson uh, having the most rush yards uh, paired with uh, 200-plus passing yards. He went over 200 passing, 120 on the ground. Who are you more impressed with early in the season, and who do you think is going to finish with, with a better year? I honestly am pretty equally impressed. Lamar Jackson is motivated by everyone who doubts his ability to throw the ball. So I think that's fueling him right now. He looks really sharp. That That's a scary Ravens team if Lamar Jackson is doing what he's doing the entire season. And then Dak is financially motivated. He wants that, that check. So Yeah. Uh, no doubt, they're they're definitely gonna both I think continue what they're doing and and end up taking the Cowboys and Ravens respectively to the playoffs. The Cowboys have so many weapons too; they are actually pretty loaded. Very good team. Yeah, I did see that Michael Gallup, their second year receiver, yeah. might 
require knee surgery. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm not sure what happened to him or when it happened. I just, I believe Ian Rappaport tweeted about it earlier. Um, I would have he to was say playing real well. That'd be a big loss, actually. Yeah, they were they were developing some chemistry too. I would have to say I'm honestly more impressed with Dak early in the season. I just think he looks like he's so comfortable in that offense. Uh, he really hasn't. He, I believe, he only has like ten to fifteen incompletions the entire season. And I think you have to take a little bit away from Lamar. Not that he hasn't been great, but they have played Miami and Arizona in weeks one and two. I just want to see them play a better team. Uh, Granite Cowboys have played the Giants and the Redskins, but... So, that's kind of where I was going. I think um, Lamar Jackson's going to take a step back. I mean... Still have a good year. I think Baltimore is going to be fighting for a playoff spot, but I don't think he's as good as his numbers uh, have been so far this year. But I mean, it all depends on how you look at it. I think from a fantasy perspective, like he could easily, like with the rushing numbers, he could easily finish as a top five to seven quarterback. But looking at it from like a a standpoint of who you want leading your team, I'm not ready to put him. I'm in like the 10 to 14 range. I don't have him as a top 10 quarterback yet. Is I, Dak uh, in that first tier of QBs no, now? No. No. Keep doing it for, for a full year, then maybe. So would you he'll, like, he'll pay like it for sure. When you say first tier, like would you, would you have Dak up there with like Carson Wentz? Like I would still much rather have Carson Wentz. I mean, this this I'm I'm telling you, I'm almost sold on on uh Prescott over Wentz. I was at the game last night. Wentz did not impress me really, except for that one throw he made late in the fourth quarter where he was literally on his knees. That was one of the best throws I've ever seen. His arm talent's phenomenal, but I don't know if it was the pressure getting to him, but you know, he was throwing some balls way off the mark. Both of his interceptions weren't even close to his receivers. So I and I don't like his injury history. So I think I would take Dak over him, to be honest. Hmm. Very interesting. The other uh, guy I did want to talk about, though, unless John has something else to add on this. Yeah, not really. I don't know. I don't who, know. who do you like better, Prescott or Wentz? I'm still on the Wentz train. Probably still Wentz for now. Very short leash at this point. Yeah, that's valid. The, uh, the last guy I wanted to talk about, though, is Patrick Mahomes throws four touchdowns in the second quarter. Throws for 443 yards. Is is he on track to be the greatest quarterback of all time at this rate? I'm serious. St- statistically, it's very possible. Like, He's he definitely is like excelling probably where the rest were. I think this, this is like the quickest, um, like literally two weeks in. I think it's already like a two-man runaway for MVP, in my I would opinion. I three. I would say three. Dak's still in there. He's hovering. You see, I I don't think Dak will be able to produce with um, both Watson and Mahomes as the year goes on. But you don't have Jackson in that at all. You don't think he could compete for the MVP? No. That's just oh. such another. It's another yeah. outlandish statement, dude. We're two weeks into the year. <laughs> I, I'm saying I guarantee you. I'll, I'm willing to bet someone fifty bucks. It's either going to be Mahomes or Watson. Don't count on Mr. Rogers. 
Anyone want to yeah. take that bet? Do not count uh, out Mr. Rogers not, at I don't want to take that bet if we're just going straight up. If you're giving me – if I get the field, I want some positive odds because Mahomes is probably going to – All right, how about this? You get the field for 50 bucks. I get Watson, Mahomes for 25 I'm deal, 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 deal. They're coming running now. Uh, um, Write that down, Connor. Should we do some picks for this coming week? Yeah, I just pulled them up. Um, Let's see here. Actually, I did want to talk about the Falcons game first real quick. I just want to say incredible game by Julio Jones. I love him. I hate the Eagles. It was one of the most – exciting and happy days of my recent memory so i just wanted to get that in before we move on to week three not that many great matchups in week three to be honest a lot of two and oh teams versus a lot of oh and two teams i will say this buffalo the king of new york this year they've defeated both the giants and jets back-to-back weeks I want to say that, that post-game interview by josh allen was one of the greatest of all time i i'm all in on josh allen at this point to be honest, Chad's going to tell me, oh, his fucking accuracy stinks every time. That's all he says. You, you got anything uh, to add on Josh Allen? Go ahead, John. I'm not going to say anything because I'll I'll let the next few weeks do the talking. All right. So um, our first, I guess, decent matchup of the week is Atlanta going to Indianapolis. Connor's all about his teams these days. You know, we're it betting is, on dude. DC versus Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta and Indianapolis. All right. All right. What's the line there, buddy? Well, Indianapolis is uh, minus two and a half at home. I'm hammering the Falcons. I like Matt Ryan anytime he plays in a dome. Uh, and basically any week, I'll bet on them. So I'll, I'm going with that. I just think the Colts are trending down, Falcons trending up. I, uh, so I actually am. Proved myself to be decent at NFL betting. I uh, climbed out of a big hole this Sunday. It was nice to see. So I will not fade my own NFL picks here. Not to say I won't potentially change them later on in the week. But as of now, I'm with you there with, with the Falcons plus two and a half. If that moves to three, that's very luxurious. We'll see if that happens. Uh, unlike John, I will be fading all of my NFL picks. I have absolutely no idea what's going on. Like It's literally a coin flip, and I'm wrong every single time. So give me the jet or the Jets. Give me the Colts. You know, minus two and a half. Okay. And John, while we're uh, going over games, I want you to find your irrelevant game of the week because we are going to have to. Uh, no worries there. I'll have it. Touch on that. Um, the matchup of the week, I would say, is probably Baltimore traveling to Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, both teams two and zero. Oh, two of the most exciting young quarterbacks in the game. Kansas City favored by six and a half at Arrowhead. The over-under is at 55. As soon as my book opens that, I'm hammering the over. Although I did see there's going to be some weather. So I might have to reconsider. Would you like my take? Because I'm passionate about it. I would love it. Baltimore is going to cover the hell out of this spread at 6.5. Give me that all day long. That might be my, end up being my favorite bet of the day. Give me Kansas City minus 6.5 every day of the week. They're going to win by 21-plus. So... Oh. Here's here's my thought process on it. If it stays at six and a half, I like Kansas City. I'm honestly going to wait to see if Baltimore gets to seven. As of right now, Kansas City's getting 63% of the bets, but only 33% of the money, which tells me that people basically hate betting on 
Smart people. Uh, I, I am telling you, Kansas City this week. I am one of those smart people, and I am all in on Baltimore. I think that they will cover that one. That is going to be an excellent game. I am very excited for it. I, could, I would not be surprised to see Baltimore win this game. You know, I the, the more there, I there is a it, potential think... sprinkle on the money line for me with this one. That's how strong I feel about the Ravens. I'm the more I look at it, I think I am going to take the Ravens plus two and a half. I'm, that's my official locked in pick on the on the show tonight. They they present probably the most difficult matchup for any team in the league the, for the Chiefs to face. I really believe it. They are not Chiefs are not great defensively. That'll play to Baltimore, which is probably the best defense in the AFC, at least. So, yeah, uh, I think that that this is going to be a big problem matchup for the Chiefs. Very excited to watch. Chad, who are you going with? What's your final decision? Oh, I said Kansas City is going to win by 21 plus. Kansas City? Okay. Locked in. I I have never liked Baltimore more than after hearing Chad say that. I have um, Connor. Before you go on, and while John thinks about it, I have my irrelevant game of the week. And this, shoot it away. this is my segment. <laughs> I know, but dude, there's you can't one jack that's, my segment. There's dude. one that's so you bad. You cannot. I you cannot jack my segment. That is illegal. You <laughs> no, cannot do that. No, 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 no. If you say no. it, we're gonna we're gonna bleep you out in that in the post post production phase. We're gonna Don't bleep you out your pick. All right, fine. I won't you got to let John go first, then you can introduce your your relevant. And that's game. the last thing we do too. You, you're getting way too jumpy here. No, Tom, it's like the next line hilarious. How shitty. I'll, this I'll tell you what. There's not too many other good matchups. I mean, we have Oakland, Minnesota, both one and one. Seattle, New Orleans would have been a good matchup, but no Drew Brees. Uh, you know what? We should. Uh, we'll touch on the Rams at the Rams and the Browns Sunday night game next week. The early line, which could definitely change depending on how the Browns perform tonight, is Rams minus three. I'm gonna hammer the Rams in Cleveland minus three. I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer the Rams as well, but I'm gonna go definitely under that fifty one point margin. I what'd you say? I don't hate that under at all. So here's the thing for me. It's tough to pick this game, obviously, with with what's occurring on my television right now. Initially, I really would like to take the Rams minus three, but that would be saying that the Rams will cover the first three games of the year and go 3-0 against the spread start of the year. I have a tough time believing a team will do three games in a row covering, and that makes me want to take the Cleveland Browns to cover, plus three. Okay, so this sounds like a John John is pending type pick here. Yeah, it, it it is, but I I am I feel good about Cleveland plus three. Okay, we lock you in for Cleveland plus three. So Baker really no, stinks. So go ahead. Really, really. Now, no can other... that line be flexible? If it actually, you know what? I won't even say that. Well, I will leave it contingent on being plus three because yeah. of, as of this writing, this talk, this conversation. That's what I'm taking. I will say. That's all the games I care to preview for the week. There's really now, no other matchups that even interest me. Miami at Dallas. This spread for this game is 21 points. Was that was that the irrelevant game, Chad? That you're picking? No, my my. No, 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 no. We're gonna talk about Miami Dallas first. 
21 we... point spread. That is, I'm pretty sure, just set a record for the largest NFL spread I've seen since I started caring about games. <laughs> what was the Miami New England last week? 19. 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, there, I, I'm literally not going to be betting on a single Dolphins game all year because, yeah. on the one hand, I will never condone throwing money on that garbage organization. But on the other hand, I, I'm not going to be looking for Dallas to cover by three plus touchdowns in an NFL game. And you're also not going to say that you, the Miami Dolphins, made you lose money. Yeah. So just yeah. avoid their games entirely. Just avoid their games entirely. Um, my irrelevant game of the week, I gotta believe it's Chad's as well. This is this is a garbage matchup. This is the New York Giants against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is at four oh five. I'm glad to be back at that four o'clock schedule. This 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 game sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> I I honestly I will say this about Tampa. I think they are vastly improved. Just from the coaching staff, Arians and Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator, their defense is significantly better. But this is, this is a garbage matchup. <clears throat> I don't think that they are going to cover a six-and-a-half-point spread against the Giants. Uh, so I'll take the Giants in this one. I agree with you there, Johnny boy. I have the Giants plus six-and-a-half. I'm on the Giants as well. I, I kind of like the over there for some reason. I kind of like the over. You got an over 48. I mean, God knows what could happen. I honestly feel like Jameis Winston's way worse at home, so that's why I like the Giants. I feel like he throws a pick six in Tampa Bay almost every year. I have a, uh, I have a runner-up, a relevant game of the week. Go ahead. And that's, <laughs> that's Carolina at Arizona. That's two terrible teams as well. That's, uh, is that a, that's a four-o'clocker as well. That yeah, be- no, that's uh, – that's, if, if Arizona wins this game – I would say Ron Rivera may get fired. I'll be honest. I, that's that's my bold prediction of the week. If they lose, he gets canned because then they have to travel to Houston next week, and I cannot see them winning that game. And, I mean, they have to beat Arizona. They have to. They have to. So – that, that's a that's a two that's a two and a half point spread. I'm taking Carolina in that, which I'm gonna be pissed off again because every time I bet Carolina, they they fuck something up. Yeah, I'm gonna take Carolina there as well. I I think that they win this game. I do. Okay. All right. Yeah, but they'll probably win by like a point just because it's Carolina. Also, I'm taking yeah. Miami plus twenty one. I've decided. <laughs> I make half I mean, Connor put money on this one for me. For you, I feel like you have to bet on almost every Dolphins game at this point just so you have an excuse to watch it. I may start throwing 25 a game on the Dolphins. Like, yeah, give me a reason to watch it. Yeah, exactly. My thought. Um, there's no, Other than that, there's really not much. Um, Buffalo's playing Cincinnati, so they might be 3-0, and which is going to be brutal to hear about on Twitter, et cetera, from all those ravenous Rochester people. Yeah. It's a good use of words right there and alliteration. I'm a scholar. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, before we do end, though, we do uh, we got a round of 16 questions. We got to get through the current standings, which I officially wrote down last week, is John with five, Chad with three, myself with one. I'm on the yeah. And uh, Chad, uh, John went last time. I went the time before. And, and I am up. Yes. John, who did you do up. last time? 
Was it Vinny? Chad Pennington. I want to give a shout out to my my brethren, Feige, Matt Marzula. He texts my group chat every time this segment starts and tries to guess before you guys or like guess whoever's the person. He's actually red hot. He guessed Pennington probably two or three minutes before you guys got him. So that was impressive. We might have to ask him on as a guest, a guest guesser. We might have to. Might have to. Okay. I got mine. John, you start. You want me to start? All right. Uh, Is it a male current athlete? Yes. Is it an NFL player? Yes. What? Oh. Whoa. So it's a current NFL player. That's good to know. Is Wait, you he, just said, he, is it an NFL player, correct? Yeah, but I said, is it an active athlete prior? Yeah, he did not say NFL. Oh, so sorry. I, I missed that active part. The answer to your first question is is no. And Connor Powers with the old shish kebab on us. That was a Chad Messier move right there. And he is an inactive NFL player, we have found out, Chad. Okay. okay. Did he play in the AFC? Uh, let me check real quick. No. Okay. I have a better question. Is he retired? Yes. I, I don't like that question. That was implied. That was a waste yeah. of a question. And it definitely wasn't a better question. No, because remember Chad did that BS where he was a free agent, so he was yeah. technically an, what, an active player, but he wasn't yeah, stupid. That's some shit. Um, was he... On the offensive side of the ball. He was. I have a guess. <laughs> if you guess this off the rip, I'll actually Venmo you $100. Roddy White. Wrong. Okay. Was he... Hold on. This is question number... You started, seven. correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is question seven. seven. Is he a uh, skill player? Yes. Sounds like he's yeah. a tight end. Um, did he play in the NFC South? No. This is question nine. Based on his answer, I think it's a tight end or a quarterback, because I don't know if they're skilled players either. <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, did he play in the NFC East? No. Did he play in the NFC West? No. Okay, so it's the North. It's the North, John. Is it a quarterback? No. Tight end. This is number 12. A, t- a tight end in the NFC. Retired in- NFC North tight end. Um, is he over the age of 43? No. Okay. What a stupid question that Recent was. Recent 43, retired. he says. So what is this now? 13. Um, it's tricky right here. This is really tricky. Is it? Fuck. Uh... Chad, I, I don't even have anywhere, nowhere, I don't know what to do here. 
see, I have a guess, but he he wasn't strictly in the NFC North. Is it Jermichael Finley? Holy shit. <laughs> he hit it. No! Let's go! Let's go. <laughs> I have Jermichael Finley's Wikipedia pulled up right now. Jermichael oh, Finley my. is now 32 years old. He was born in Lufkin, Texas, was a third-round pick in the 2008 NFL Draft, and played every single year of his career with the Green Bay Packers winning Super Bowl XLV. Shout-out Matt Marzula. Go Pack Go. I am so nice. That was unbelievable. That was uh, actually once, unbelievable. Once you guys got it to the NFC North, I was like, he has a very memorable name. Yeah, no, that's literally the only one I could think of. That's the only tight end I could think of. Yeah, don't ask me why he came to my mind today, but he did. That's wild. I was going to so be like a few seasons there. Yeah, he was good for a little bit. Let me write that down. The score is now 6-3-1. Powers is falling behind fast. He is not good at these on-air shows whatsoever. Um, but with that being said, anyone have anything to add before we, uh, we call it quits for a week, another week? Um, uh, honestly, I know. I'm just, uh, just grinding in school right now. Um, I want to wish Mike Trout a speedy recovery, and I hope he still wins AL MVP. That was sad news to see. Is he out for the year? Yes. They shut him down. He's getting his second knee surgery of the season, I believe. I, I think Bregman is going to win MVP this year. I'll say that now. Uh, and I just wanted to shout out the Fantasy Baseball League real quick here at the end. Chad and I are in the Final Four this week. Uh, Chad goes up against David Cardillo in one matchup, and I am up against Austin Woodland in the other matchup. Should be interesting. I am excited to see what happens. I'll say that. I'm going to be honest. I'm pulling for Woodland because fuck both of you and fuck Dave. <laughs> Why wow. me? What have I ever done? Whoa! I have been on a revenge tour this year. I've kept my mouth shut the last second half of the season, just an absolute revenge tour. And... I just want to bury everyone at this point. Has if, there ever been a back-to-back champion? Do we know? Uh, in fantasy football, there has. Wink, wink. I believe Metzger might have gone back-to-back. If not, he had two and three seasons, Kevin I believe. Kevin might have. Kevin might have. And and we got to really dig into the archives to find it, the last time that happened. extremely hard to do that. And I will say this. My playoff rate, I've probably been in the playoffs 80% of the seasons. I've probably been in the league at least 10 I have been. You're the best, dude. You're the best. Are you just I, trying to be a cocky little shit right now? Just however, however, I lost two or three championships for winning it last year. I would love to go back to back. That would that would be rewarding. And would so, you? How much crap would you talk to league members if you go back to back? I have no comment on that question at this moment in time. So you're trying I'm not. I am humbled. I am humbled. I got into snuck in as the sixth seed, last team to make it. I'm humbled to be here, and I'm excited to see what happens, and that's all I'm going to say right now. John, who – why – I can't believe you have Bregman as AL MVP. How are you not going to give it to Trout? He's out for the last three weeks. It's a lot of time. So for the folks wondering, folks wondering at home, 2018 season John won. 2017 was Pat. 
16 was lettuce hair we go is that that's white neck nick um, terry yep 2015 billy beans 2014 billy's beans so okay dale 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 wickham one of the founding uh, members goes back to back yeah there were actually at one time four straight wickhams 2012 through 2015 the wickhams went back to back to back to back now i have Did a conspiracy mo- theory <laughs> yeah, we might have to get a collusion is, is report. Is Dale here. Wickham running all of these Wickham teams? Under not Kevin's. Names? Definitely not Kevin's. Kevin's an active Side trade Kevin's. partner. He That's could be funny. running um, his father's. Yeah, something's going on behind the scenes. But all three teams were poorly run this year, if so. So let's let him keep doing that because that's some easy wins on my schedule every year. Wow, it chirp is fired at the entire family from Connor Powers. Wickums, we hate you. And with that, we love you all and good night. Thank you for listening. Productions by AJ Bradbury.